1: It is Monday, February 19th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Raj Geary is with me. As always, Mr. Matt Morgan's coming along. How's it going, Raj?
0: Good. How are you doing?
1: Good, man. Long Monday Night Raw.
0: It was a very, um, a very wrestling heavy show. Um, yes. We had a two hour gauntlet match and, uh, had a lot of good stuff in it. Seth Rollins uh, la- wrestled over an hour, uh, hour and five minutes, which is, I think it's the record. I mean, it's definitely the record on Raw. Um, yeah. It might be the longest that any wrestler has wrestled in WWE, you know, in, in modern times, you know, since since the 80s.
1: Yeah. People saying Bruno 81 minutes was his longest one-on-one match.
0: Yeah. That was like 60s or something like that. Yeah. So you know that was a very different style that they worked back then. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, he was. I mean, Seth was going hard the whole time. It wasn't. You know, if you go back and watch that Bret Hart Shawn Michaels Iron Man match, uh, which is a classic, which I, I love that match. But uh, oh, that first half hour of that match, there were a lot of rest holds and, and yeah, uh, and things like that. This this didn't have it. Seth was you know going the whole whole time. So man, props to him. That was impressive.
1: And that's the thing, especially when you have Seth and Roman. I know I've compared this in the past to like, you have to book them like Batman versus Superman. It has to be a big third act style fight that goes on and makes each guy look like they could win at any moment. And I think that was fantastic. I think the two hour match was fantastic. I think it's great that they did this, but man, like what a way to open the show. If you were expecting Monday Night Raw as usual, and it was going to ebb and flow with some in-ring stuff, some out-of-ring stuff, some long matches, some short matches. Oh no. This was glued-to-the-screen endurance just to keep up with everything. They did not let up, uh, you know, except for commercial breaks and those brief backstage interviews that went on simultaneously. This was an intense episode of Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah, so if you're not into super long matches, uh, you can pretty, you know, this – this episode was almost skippable. Not, not, not really much happened storyline wise. Yeah, Uh really did nothing for Elimination Chamber. They, they mentioned that Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt uh, was added. They did one of those stupid promos that uh, for those guys that they've been doing. Um
1: I'm sure we'll have the Bar versus Titus Worldwide if that hasn't been made official yet. Yeah.
0: So that's what that's four matches then. Yeah. Four Between or five, the men's and the women's. Titus. Yeah.
1: Men's. I mean, so the men's match probably not as long as tonight but probably better part of an hour women's match probably half an hour to forty five minutes
0: uh, yeah so, yeah so it was it,
1: uh books itself at a certain point
0: yeah' I'm, I, man, I'm, I'm like tired after this episode but yeah you know it was kind of yeah it was like a, kind of what you mentioned after that that gauntlet match by once that was over I was ready to, to you know turn in It's like yeah that was that was a highlight. That was awesome. And,
1: it was great, but I think it, maybe they, they uh, might have stepped on their own main event Sunday. Coachman said, oh, it's kind of ironic that what we're seeing tonight – I mean, it was weird that he was calling it out. What we're seeing tonight <laughs> is kind of like what we're going to see on Sunday. It was like, you think? Yeah, um,
0: yeah except yeah, so a bunch of them will Twitter. be in, this, in the ring at the same time. Yeah. But.
1: So I took a poll on Twitter uh, by a slim margin. I believe just over 50% said this made them more excited to see the match – the rest were uh, like 13% less excited. The rest, the same level of excitement for Sunday, but that's the thing. Um, look, man, if you got the network, that's not 99 a month, not a big deal. I wouldn't pay $30. I wouldn't right. be ready to pay $30, let alone $50 to watch this Sunday after seeing this. tonight.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could kind of see why they're dropping the single branded pay-per-views. Um, I mean, this show really has nothing outside of the two chamber matches. So yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and Ronda Rousey, you know, during the contract sure. signing.
1: Interesting promo for her. Uh, I don't know if you caught it. She was wearing a bow Leaf shirt while training.
0: No, 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 I missed that.
1: Yeah, someone tweeted at me, uh, verification in a freeze frame. Uh, so I'm sure that'll be great. Um, we got the Oscar. Look, they gave Oscar some mic time. I mean, is better or worse, right? Um, with Nia, I like that. I like that she fended off the attack. Titus worldwide picked up a victory. We got the women's match, which seems so short by comparison.
0: yeah um, <laughs> and,
1: uh and we're going into sunday man
0: yeah, yeah, so let's uh let's go ahead and start running down uh from the top and, and so Matt will jump in when when he gets here yeah, so gauntlet match. No,
1: uh, Roger thoughts. No, uh, let's go through the, uh, the sequence. So we started with Roman. First and we, start,
0: we started with that Roman Reigns promo, which wasn't, yeah. uh, which wasn't very good. Um,
1: yeah, kind of weird. And everyone so they did the moment of silence for the Florida shooting. I thought that was very well done. like they did before the show, um, and then they opened with the Roman promo. And I think it was kind of a swerve going into that, into that match because I mean, Roman got that mixed reaction that he gets. As people would say love him or hate him you feel passionate about him which is yeah. probably what makes him such a top guy um so that promo yeah i didn't think that was the strongest and until you would mentioned it given the two-hour match that followed i'd forgotten that even happened
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i've
1: forgotten most of my day compared to the gauntlet match really the last week is a blur after that gauntlet match
0: yeah so after this one for all the other matches they had these inset promos like with the losers when they went back and I actually like those, those, uh, those seemed a lot more natural than uh, a lot of the promos that they're given. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, he, uh, not, I don't think it was his best. I think the crowd wasn't behind him with it. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more curious about the promo he's going to cut Monday. If indeed he wins elimination chamber on Sunday.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's winning. Yeah. So Unless something, you know, there is that. I don't know if you've been following that story that that's jailed steroid, uh, yeah, ring guy, Richard Rodriguez, who's he said he has, you know, that Josh Dummel, Dummel, Dum- Dum-
1: what's his name? Wait, Fergie's husband?
0: Yeah. Oh. So him, Mark Wahlberg, Roman Reigns, uh, he said they were all clients of his. Um, you know, again, this guy is in prison. So, you, you know, you got to, Consider the source. Um, yeah, but he uh, he released a video uh, yesterday that had like emails with Josh. I, I cannot say his name. D- Dummel.
1: I believe it's Josh Dumel. I believe. It's D- Josh I believe he's in the Taco Bell ads, right? That we've been yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's in that new Tupac um, USA it's Network.
1: star of NBC's Las Vegas.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he, uh, this guy, is saying he's going to release a video on Rains and. And his evidence that Reigns was a client of his. So um I don't know if that would change anything. But yeah.
1: Although I man, after tonight, Seth Rollins, man, they could do it the right way this time. His first championship run with the you know being the chicken ass heel champ. That was God. a little mixed to the feud with Kane, not exactly the best.
0: I don't think they'd have Rollins beat Lesnar. <laughs> that just as a WrestleMania match, it just it doesn't sit right. I mean, if 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 anything did happen with Reigns where they decided to to pull him out of the title match, it would probably be uh, Braun that they yeah. throw in there.
1: Or really man, insane. Finn Finn looked good tonight. He, they I mean, wouldn't
0: God's they wouldn't put good. Finn in at they the Royal Rumble. Much yeah. like, you know, they're not going to do it at Mania.
1: Oh man, yeah, hard to believe that would be the biggest. I, I man, if they change that, I mean, Vince would have to be pissed, right? This is, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. Allegedly, this plan has been in the works for over a year now, or damn near close to it. Yeah, for Reigns it. to go over uh, Lesnar at WrestleMania and solidify him as the face of the company.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's been the plan, and they've they've stuck with it.
1: Absolutely. So we're not saying there's a sure thing, folks. We think betting on wrestling is kind of silly, but if there's a safe bet, this is probably the closest thing to it.
0: Yeah. Again, unless something something happens, um, you know, even even if this guy does provide evidence that Reigns was actually a client of his, uh, Reigns never failed any drug tests. He, you know, it came out with that Brock with the UFC fight. Um, you know, had he failed two drug tests when he fought in the UFC while under WWE contract? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll have to. I. I, I I almost don't think it would change anything, but we'll see.
1: And they did do a nice job tonight to make it seem very credible with Roman winning Sunday. That's night. Rollins got the best of him or the better of him in a moment, in a moment of weakness. One slip up. Rollins took advantage.
0: Yeah, yeah. He rolled him up.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they went for like, yeah, they went for the first 40 minutes of this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cena, even Cena and Rollins went for a while. That was like another 20, 30, 20 minutes at least. yeah. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Good stuff. And Reigns and Rollins. They, uh, I mean, they have good chemistry in the ring. I hate um, to say it. Why did they do this
1: on TV? I mean, if they did done <laughs> this on a pay-per-view, no, seriously, if they did done this on a pay-per-view,
0: it would have yeah. blown people's minds. No, I was thinking the same thing watching. I'm like, what, first of all, what's the point of this match? If you're doing a big stipulation match, like a gauntlet match, shouldn't there be something for the winner or a reason why you're doing it as opposed to just, just throwing it out there? Um, and, yeah, you just you just kind of – for me personally, after seeing that, it, it didn't make me excited for this Sunday because I felt like I already got all those matches in, you know?
1: It's like, cooler uh, than the Elimination Chamber. I don't think the Elimination Chamber is that cool with the pods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It can yeah. be. Yeah. But if they, had a, if they had the gauntlet pay-per-view every year and they did it, uh, like, ten guys, ten match- – it was, like, one pay-per-view that was one match, just all one match <laughs> – Four hours long of the same continuous match.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's
1: the thing. That's why people are torn on tonight. Some people in our chat are saying, "Oh, I want sports entertainment tonight." Was just wrestling.
0: This it was. was just a wrestling show. It was just wrestling, and it'll be interesting to see the rating tomorrow uh, to see if you know hour two went up because you know UFCs and things like that. The the ratings go up as the fight goes on um, with WWE. You know we'll see you know the, the really wrestling heavy shows usually have done a lot less viewership or like lower viewership uh than the the entertainment ones so
1: when was the last gauntlet match in wwe programming
0: oh i don't think it was that long ago a couple About years maybe couple, yeah they, they're usually pretty short though
1: yeah and that's kind of what i was expecting tonight i figured this was going to be our last segment and it would go for maybe half an hour i thought what yeah. a great half an hour way to tea Sunday night. It's going to be hard for Sunday night to, to do better than this as far as pure wrestling. Now, granted, we'll have the interaction while we'll multiple people, what are the elimination chamber rules again? How, how, when do the pods open?
0: So every five minutes. So in this case, it's going to be three people starting off in the men's yeah. uh, two in the women's. And then every five minutes, uh, one of the pods open and then they keep going until all, you know, all the pods are there. So it kind of combines, Hell in a Cell, the Royal Rumble, uh, and Survivor Series, in, in a way. So it's a it's a mishmash. But if you only know. they
1: could work a Punjabi prison in there somehow, <laughs>
0: yeah. this would be the ultimate over the top. Match. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh man, um, yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, Rollins and Reigns was was really good.
1: Really good, very good. We've seen it before. Always good. Seems longer every time, but I think it almost has to be.
0: Yeah, they kind of did that same spot where um, Rollins hits Reigns with what is that movie he hits him with? And then Reigns gets up and hits the Superman punch. Uh, uh it's a the really stop, cool. The Falcon spot.
1: Arrow, the. Uh... Uh, I'm,
0: pre- it, I'm forgetting. It's a really cool spot. They've done it a few times, but they yeah. did that here.
1: Um, so that was cool. It's good. Yeah. Cena came out. I w- And I kept waiting for it. I kept going, oh, they're going to find some way to banana peel this or just roll through a bunch of guys quick. Oh, no.
0: No. This was a full another. These were like two pay-per-view matches at the beginning. Yeah, uh, with Rollins and Cena and Rollins and Reigns. So, um, yeah, okay. So everyone's pointing out in the the chat is the buckle bomb into the turnbuckle, and then Reigns comes out with the the, with the Superman punch, which is really cool spot. Um, Yeah, Cena and, and Rollins. I forget. Did these guys ever have a really long, like a real feud?
1: Uh, the wasn't that SummerSlam match with uh John Stewart, John Stewart
0: right yeah yeah yeah. That's, that's <laughs> <I was> <laughs>
1: from to, yeah. from Rollins's <laughs> first great championship run right everybody's talking about it. the feud with corporate Kane <laughs> career defining
0: yeah I thought, I thought Rollins was I thought he had he had a good run
1: it was good with the authority I liked the whole angle I, I thought it was good it was a good storyline if you like soap opera that was a yeah. great soap
0: opera he was a great heel champion
1: yeah Um, But Um, but tonight, man, babyface. Babyface Rollins. Promo after the whole thing.
0: Beat Cena. Yeah. um, Beat Cena clean. Cena's been – I mean, they've really phased him down lately. Um, You know, like Survivor Series, you forget that he was in that huge Survivor Series match. Um, Yeah, they've they've really phased him down. Yeah.
1: So Elias came out next. Now Elias eliminated Rollins. That was kind of a shorter segment. So – I think that might have been the shortest uh, pairing of the night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rollins, his, his shoulder was kind of taped up. He had that, uh, what's it called? The Kinesio tape yeah. on the shoulder. So, um, so I wonder if he's hurting. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, the match kind of slowed down once uh, Elias came in. It, it's it's weird hearing Elias that. coming out to entrance music. Yeah.
1: That's what I was going to say. Elias without the guitar. Elias without the gimmick.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah that's- I, I forget that he has entrance music because he always does his, you know, his song.
1: Did you watch this episode of Ride Along yet?
0: No, who is it with?
1: Uh, Well, it's Elias by himself in a stretch Hummer, giving a concert telling stories, and then alternated with uh, Balor and the club. Oh, okay. So it's separate, but they announced at the end of it, Elias has an album coming out on iTunes. Like, legit. Really? Yeah, they're putting out an album of Elias songs. Um, (laughs) But tonight's the question, though, so Elias without that gimmick, without that heat, just as a wrestler. Interesting test, and I think that I'm not saying he failed it, but that was a much bigger test for him tonight than the others. Rollins, Reigns, Balor, The Miz, all of these guys can tell a story and just going out and what they do in the ring. I don't think Elias has established himself just on his ring work alone. Yeah. And that's where I think he got kind of lost in the shuffle tonight.
0: Yeah, it it, it definitely slowed down when he was in there. Um, And I'm a big Elias fan, but I I definitely felt, again, I don't know if maybe he was hurt and that kind of hurt it, but... Uh, him against Rollins and him against Ballard next. So Elias uh, eliminated Rollins and then um Finn Balor was in next and Elias and like, Finn. And then that that too was nothing uh nothing special.
1: Yeah. You know, it was what it was.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh okay, so we're actually gonna take a break from talking about this. That's how long this match was, folks. For the <laughs> recap, We're taking a break and gonna thank the sponsor of this episode, Sea Geek. First, heard us talk about SeatGeek before. Oh, my God. Love SeatGeek. Just used it, actually, to buy tickets to go see a reunited Bananarama this week. SeatGeek, help me score tickets at the last minute. You all know buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there's a better way to buy, and that is indeed SeatGeek, the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, including the WWE. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and they're fully guaranteed. Nothing quite like seeing your favorite team, WWE superstar, comedian, or performer in person. And SeatGeek is going to get you closer to the action for a great value. If you go to the Get the SeatGeek app and you enter the promo code INC, you're going to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's promo code INC. And I'll tell you, you know, I use it for WWE uh the event i went to a week and a half ago in sacramento love with tiki gap that i could see exactly where i'm sitting it scores the value it actually tells you every ticket is graded based on the value that you're getting so you immediately identify the best seat to fit your budget love that it saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and finding amazing deals believe it or not Bananarama tickets are going at a premium on uh on the market given that it's sold out so much demand for the Bananarama. And SeatGeek helped me score a great deal on seats. Really looking forward to going to that concert with my wife later this week. Uh, Raj, you've used it now for multiple concerts. Bon Jovi, yeah. Lady Gaga, and yeah, uh, Broncos. Bon Jovi,
0: bon Jovi coming up, Broncos games. Uh, WWE is actually going to be in town this weekend. Um, I, I'm not able to go to it, but for a live event. Um, but yeah, I, I saw it on SeatGeek. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great value, uh, and I use it all the time now.
1: And when the most important part is that every purchase on SeatGeek is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast.
0: There's a real bananorama
1: yeah it's the real the original three uh including the one that left that was in that group Shakespeare's sister for a couple of years in the 90s i don't know
0: that kind of, i wouldn't know that kind of stuff <laughs> didn't pay attention to M- i've never even heard of shakespeare's sister
1: really that huge song stay in the early 90s and i was so stoked to learn that banana ram and now plays that live so it's like i'm seeing two acts for the price of one um but yeah <laughs> they, man I'm they, they go. did
0: a uh, cruel summer is that cruel them?
1: summer yes right. i heard a
0: rumor Love in the first degree Hey, the new Karate Kid uh, trailer is out. I
1: am uh, so excited for that for Cobra Kai. <laughs> and and, and that a-
0: was uh Banana Rama in the yeah, first Karate cool Kid. Summer. That's right. All
1: right. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Elias and Finn. Yeah, it's kind of nothing. Yeah,
0: and nothing here too. Finn. Some people are pointing out you didn't get much of a pop coming out. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like. When they're in the smaller town, I mean, Phoenix isn't a small town, but it's not like New York, Chicago. And I feel like when they're in those kind of towns, the reaction for Finn isn't as big, but um, yeah, it was, it was, it was just there.
1: Yeah. It didn't it, really pop again until the Miz came out. Um, and I think it, we were just, once you realized Braun Strowman was going to be last.
0: Well, fans were chanting for Strowman while Finn was in there. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you You were saying having Finn against Brock in the main event of Mania. Uh, definitely not.
1: You know, that's what occurred to me during that episode of Ride Along. For all the Gallows and Anderson like to use nerds as an insult, the biggest fans, perhaps, of Gallows, Anderson, Finn, those that know them from Japan, probably the biggest wrestling nerds out there are the biggest fans of the club. Yeah. Kind of ironic. <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> yeah, the wrestling nerdage is huge. Uh, but yeah, man, Finn... Uh, look, I think he's a superstar. They just need to book him more consistently, give him more, give him more to do. But the Miz, I thought was great. Love doing uh the Miz Taraj coming out first, doing the surprise attack. But Braun, man, like what a way to go. See, I thought that was gonna be the quickest segment in the entire thing was Braun just squashing the Miz. And that went on for a while, both in the match and the extended beatdown afterwards.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was, uh, that was that, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was two hours of your life. Hope you enjoyed it. You're never getting it back. Yeah, the
0: Miz and Strowman that went longer than it should have. I felt like, um,
1: cause Braun does the Braun is a baby face. He does the one more time thing. He knows what the crowd wants to see.
0: Yeah. So Rollins real quick. Rollins, uh, I mean, not Rollins. Um, gosh, I'm so like beat right now. um, so it was Balor pinned Elias. Then um, The Miz came in. He was out next. He pinned Balor. Yeah. And uh, then Strowman came out. Place went crazy. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a star. It's It was interesting. His episode of Mixed Mask Challenge had the, the least viewership of all of them. Hmm. Um, but he's the most pushed guy, uh, you know, that appeared on that show. So that was kind of weird. But, um, yeah, Strowman getting the win and hitting another power slam after the match. Seemed to me like, I don't know, like him against the Miz at Mania seems like a bad idea if they're still going in that direction.
1: It just seems like a shorter match that they're really going to have to script, uh, for lack of a better word. They're going to have to plan it out, choreograph it to make it. So, I mean, Could you imagine going to WrestleMania and it's just Braun comes out, slams the Miz for five minutes. Thanks,
0: folks. If, if the Miz beating on Braun Strowman just seems so unbelievable that um i mean you would have to have like tons of interference from the Misturage, you'd have to like make it no dq or something because...
1: oh you're gonna have to have the mistrage he's gonna have to bring back sandow as a stunt double like yeah, they're gonna they have to get additional members yeah because
0: <laughs> yeah. it's yeah
1: actually that would be legitimately kind of cool not sandow i mean sandow would be cool but if he got a guy that actually looked like him to be a stunt double go in there takes the beating for the first five minutes you think it's over and then the Mizes then shows up out of nowhere Yeah, so it's like something really fancy for WrestleMania. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man, Uh, but maybe Braun and Ronda, it could happen.
0: Could could be Braun Ronda gets Triple H and stuff. Kurt Angle seems to make more sense in that role storyline wise. Yeah, but um, we'll see. Um, So Jeff Jarrett going into the
1: Hall of Fame that was uh, kind of kind of a surprise. Yeah, Um, so fill the audience in on why that's so surprising.
0: Well, uh, so in the 90s, Jeff Jarrett, his contract came up uh, with WWF. He was the Intercontinental Champion at the time in a feud with China. And they had a match at the pay-per-view even though his contract was up. So WCW signed him. And before him to drop the Intercontinental title, uh, he basically asked for a bunch of money. his, His money up front. So they had to pay him before he would go out and drop the Intercontinental title. So that pissed Vince off. Like he was not happy with how that worked out, even though Jeff didn't have to even drop the title. He could have just went to WCW uh, with the belt and toe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had hard feelings. And then uh, the, the night that they, you know, when WWF bought WCW, the, the night on Raw, when they did that simulcast, uh, Vince McMahon pretty much publicly fired Jeff Jarrett on the air, like live on live TV, basically said, yeah, he's, he's not coming to work here. And that was it. You never saw Jarrett on WWE TV, you know, during all that time. And Jarrett founded TNA or co-founded TNA. It was WWE's biggest competition for a period of time. And, um, yeah, I I mean, recently Jarrett went to um, rehab. WWE paid for it. And now here he is in the the Hall of Fame. And that was part of the the thing that surprised me a little bit. Just he's so, uh, he hasn't been out of rehab that long. Hmm. Uh, so I was just kind of surprised that they're doing it so quickly after he's done his rehab stint. So um, then, yeah, it, prob- ju- it just kind of shows that they're, they're dropping, uh, they're dropping old feuds. I mean, you've seen it with the ultimate warrior. I mean, they, they were on bad terms forever with, you know, he was on bad terms forever with WWE uh, Goldberg. And yeah, now Jeff Jarrett.
1: Vince McMahon making amends. Yeah, Uh, yeah.
0: people are asking who should induct Jeff Jarrett probably Road Dog. I think Mm. that makes sense they were linked together
1: yeah it'll be an interesting speech but you know what do you think would be the biggest surprise at this point who would be the biggest surprise inductee given the I mean because they've gone through a lot I don't want
0: to say it but um, well Benoit (laughs) that's never going to happen but well, that would be uh... CM
1: Punk uh, much more likely. Oh yeah,
0: CM yeah. Punk. He will eventually, I'm sure. It, it would all depend on if Punk agreed to do it twenty years <laughs> down the road. Um, but yeah, saying Vince Russo, that would be a that would be a surprise. Yeah,
1: that would <laughs> be an, the most epic speech ever given at the induction ceremony.
0: Uh eh, you know, all these guys, you think they're gonna. Uh, no no one goes off script or does anything crazy. They're, they're all behaved, except Bob Backlund that one year was a little nuts. But other than that, they, they don't go against – they don't do anything that WWE would would not like.
1: Yeah, they seem all happy to be there. Yeah. Um, man.
0: Yeah, we'll see, man. Hey, people are saying Russo deserves to go in. I think he does. I mean, he was a big part of the most successful period of uh, – pro wrestling. So.
1: And I think punk is more likely to get in while Vince is still alive than uh, when triple H takes over.
0: You know, there's triple H that did the dealings with ultimate warrior and mm. uh, he, he's, he's showing that he's willing to drop grudges.
1: Yeah. We'll see, man. You think China's going to get this year?
0: No, they already got, I mean, they always, they kind of have this formula on how yeah. they do the inductions. It's like, the bar woman, broke it
1: down really well
0: yeah yeah it's one woman an african-american really a headliner and then you know a couple popular you know stars from 80s and 90s
1: yeah um oscar cut a promo tonight Hmm. maybe maybe a couple sentences longer than it needed to be
0: yeah she got a little tied up there um at one point but you know i mean she, she did it fine i think it's just it's not her strong point so why do it um it just felt like it didn't need to be done. So, um, But whatever. They did it. It, it was short. Nia came, did a sneak attack. And then uh, later out, there was a little – I know a lot of people on Twitter talking about how there was a little wardrobe malfunction at the end. Um,
1: That's just the WWE trying to compete with the Olympics. Which there is you go. Skating. <laughs> it's actually surprising we haven't had more of those in wrestling. Men yeah. and women.
0: Yeah, uh, you mean like slippages Just, and stuff
1: things, things popping out the should no uh,
0: i mean you used to have it with men all the time with the, yeah. the tights coming down their their bare asses exposed yeah rick rude rick flair that was that was their spot they would do it on purpose but <laughs>
1: well in hd you know it's a whole whole new reality um but yeah. no i thought that was good with naya i mean clearly oscar's winning sunday Yeah,
0: I don't, you know, I wonder if like a promo like that with Asuka and the fans started doing the what chant and you know, kind of going restless. I just wonder if like things like that are what can turn Vince uh, against someone, you know.
1: uh, I mean, but the thing is, we go to see Asuka because she's a wrestler, we're invested in her character. Do
0: you think Vince cares about that?
1: (laughs) Well, but see, Asuka is one of the few, and you know, Braun worked to this pretty well too, where you don't have to say anything. If you're good enough and you look scary enough and you're convincing enough, opening your mouth only hurts you at that
0: point. Yeah, but WWE, that's not how it works. They always end up having to, unless you're, uh, you know, and brawny you know, look, he was singing last week with the You know what I was thinking about guitar. that? Because you didn't like that either, right? You thought that was a little... No, I did shape. Matt, Matt didn't like it.
1: Well, I, I just keep thinking, like, this is how we get the Funkasaurus. Like, this is how it happens. And you don't like, want to oh.
0: get the Funkasaurus. You want this main yeah. event level top guy.
1: I love the Funkasaurus for the right or wrong reasons. I'll leave that for you to determine. But with Braun, that's the thing. It's like when you get a big guy that's a killer and you start making him goofy and accessible, you know, um, yeah, why doesn't he bring kids in the ring and have him do the raw chant with him at this point? You know, it's uh, a little early in his career. He's yeah. going to have a long one. Let him be a monster for a couple of years, then humanize him.
0: Yeah, I think uh, since he's a baby face now, I think they want to make him more appealing to kids. I wonder if... I wonder if that mixed mouse challenge viewership had anything to do with because that's a lot of young people. And the young people were not tuning in to see Braun. So, you know, maybe Braun appeals to an older, you know, older generation and they want, you know, kids to start liking him. I think mean, it's I a like, idea. But yeah. I like comedic Braun, but that's not
1: they don't they don't need to do that.
0: I just yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's some characters you shouldn't do that with. Brock is one and they haven't. Uh actually they did a little bit. Back in the day, but they don't do it now. Undertaker, obviously.
1: Braun retweeted, uh, like favorably retweeted that Nickelback parody someone made. They made that music video of someone singing as Braun Strowman. Yeah, I
0: heard about that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Braun retweeted it. I mean, I think it's good to have a comedic side, but yeah, I feel like like mystery. You know, you you never get back mystery as a character. You yeah. never get that back, and I think they could have milked that a bit longer, um, especially if they're not putting the belt on him right now. You know, I think him keeping him as a credible threat. Um, I'm just saying they wouldn't do this with Samoa Joe. You know, for Maybe. better or worse. Maybe Samoa Joe needs a big cello. Maybe. Maybe you know,
0: it, that's all it, he's lacking. Point, they probably, they probably will.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, okay, so after that promo and after that beatdown, we got the Bar versus Titus worldwide. Even in a week like this, the Bar does not get a break from entering action on Raw.
0: Yeah. This Titus O'Neil and Apollo, no, no crews.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what did what did you hear? Is it really because he shares uh, the last name? I, mean, I reached
0: out to WWE and I didn't hear anything back. Um Yeah, there was an article. I think a Kita, Some the, the reporter said that they had reached out to WWE, who responded and said that the the name was because the the shooter, the Parkland, Florida high school shooter his his name is i don't even want to say his name but his last Some, name something cruz cruz. Yeah. cruz um and um yeah that uh and that that's why vince decided to drop his name i mean it is strange that it happened all of a sudden you know considering they were just going with that cruz can't lose tagline but you know they drop names all the time but apollo's been on for so long to just drop it And I don't know. It's kind of a silly reason. Look, if if you had a wrestler whose name was you know Bin, whose last name was Bin Laden in two thousand, then yes, I could see he wanted to change that name. But with you know, Cruz is such a normal name that I don't think anyone tied or thought of that person, you know, or thought of Apollo Cruz when they heard that person's name. So, so.
1: yeah, a bit of a stretch, I think, uh, on association.
0: It is, but it is also strange that it happened so all of a sudden, uh, you know, out of the blue, uh, you know, right, right after the shooting. Yeah, could be a big coincidence. Um, so we'll Perhaps. see.
1: Um, so in all this, oh, and it overshadows the fact that Titus Worldwide won; they got yeah. the pin.
0: Yeah. So, like we, so like we mentioned, it's probably going to be um, like a pre-show match for the title.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And who knows? At this point, I would not be surprised for Titus Worldwide to win. I think uh, the bar – you know, I tweeted this. What I think the bar needs is some weeks where they're on – okay, you can keep them on TV, but why not do like a Piper's Pit type thing? Why not have the bar at a bar interviewing someone? It devolves into a brawl. Why not do a segment with them to build up their storylines more so when we do see them do-si-do and do these one-on-one mixed – trading off partner matches and see them in these very repetitive feuds, we're a little more invested in it. You know, I think uh, some storytelling with them would greatly help the characters not wear out their welcome.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I feel like they should do a lot more of that. Like these backs, you know, the segments that they used to do back in the day, uh, just, you know, enhancing their characters, doing stuff just, you know, just out of the norm. And um, I I wish they would do more of that.
1: I mean, we get Elias, but Elias is, one man show for the most part we get ms tv um we get like we saw after this matt and bray trading back and forth building up their feud but yeah we don't get i mean it, for a while we were having the highlight reel the ambrose asylum we were having these segments even if they were in ring it's just been a while since they did them backstage or off site yeah. that's a little one-on-ones um I think it is missing. I think uh, when you're doing a three hour show, if it's not a variety show, no, granted this week is an exception, but a three hour show needs to have variety to keep you invested for three hours.
0: Yep. Yeah. I, I th- look, uh, you know, depending on your, your taste, but I thought there was almost too much wrestling for me this week. It, it was a the, lot of wrestling. If you're not into it, I mean, if you're not into super long matches and just match, 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 it's a very skippable show because nothing really happened. You know, was, you had the Nia Jax attacking Asuka, but there wasn't really any um, anything that enhanced the story much.
1: Well, Matt Matt uh, Hardy and Bray Wyatt tonight. Oh, gosh. With those inner cut, jumpy, static cuts. Um,
0: I wish they funny would funny. The feud.
1: Matt said they've been feuding since the dawn of time. It feels like it. Definitely feels like it. When's this been going on? Since November?
0: Uh, that's kind of when they he started doing the delete stuff, yeah. And, oh, man. and yeah became woken so it's yeah it's been a while and they already had Bray beat him like he was nothing at raw 25 so
1: probably keeping it up till mania uh,
0: i hope not Jeez.
1: yeah uh when we're after- talking about
0: doing entertaining segments this isn't it not it <laughs> yeah
1: so we got the ronda promo she's a believer we saw the women on the roster are putting cool her promo. over a surprising amount, I thought, for some that may be her competition soon.
0: No, Yeah, I mean, Natalia, Natalia's trained with her, yeah, and uh, Charlotte's trained with her too. So, I mean, those are the two main ones that we're putting over, and Naomi. So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure those were their real comments. So, um, it, like, it wasn't scripted. That's how they really feel.
1: Yeah. I'm sure we'll know more Sunday about what angle we're getting.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing it's. I'm guessing it's Stephanie and Triple H, but uh, how do you tell that story though? Um, you know, like Stephanie's out there for the contract signing, uh, starts like running her down or saying not to forget that she's the authority around here, and <laughs> you know, something <laughs> like that. You don't have to do too much since it's Ronda Rousey, but I mean, I'm sure. They could do something like that. Ronda puts her in an arm bar or something. Triple H steps in, you know, kind of gets her out of the ring. And maybe Kurt Angle comes in. I don't know. But you do something uh, something like that.
1: Maybe they announce that they're going to give her a title shot at WrestleMania for a women's title of her choice. And she says, oh, no, I want to earn that opportunity. They take offense at not, you know, wanting to control her or whatnot, her uh, rejecting their gift. And it sets up a feud.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways you could do it. Someone's bringing up they could bring up what happened at Mania with the Rock. Uh, you know that at WrestleMania 31 when they did that angle. Uh, yeah, with Rousey and kind of go back to that. So we'll
1: see. Yeah, Sunday. It's good. It's going to be a weird pay per view. I feel like after tonight, and and now that we're in the stage where the brand split pay per views are ending, this and Fastlane feel more irrelevant than even before on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Well, now um, you're, yeah, I guess you probably still will have two pay-per-views between mania and the rumble. Hmm. You really don't. You should only have, I feel like you just need the one elimination chamber since it's dual branded, just have the one. Cause it just feels like it feels like no one cares about these pay-per-views with Fastlane and elimination chamber. And they're just doing it because they're supposed to. And they they they're not putting any real thought or creativity into these storylines.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be one a month. Uh, looking at the schedule. Are they keeping yeah, well, backlash got rid of payback. I think they drew like no second great balls of fire this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't on the schedule to begin with. But yeah, they yeah, dropped two pay per views. They had two, I think, in June and two in I want to say September or October. I'm forgetting.
1: Yeah. So uh, mercifully we're getting one a month.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about that after
1: after yeah. this. Um, Sasha Banks, Bailey and Mickey James versus Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and Alexa Bliss. You know, I do have to admit, I did tweet this. I wouldn't mind seeing a women's gauntlet match after tonight. I think that would be really cool um
0: they've done them before but i guarantee you that i'm not going to give them that much time not
1: two hours give, give give me 45 minutes i'll be happy give me a half hour i'll be happy
0: yeah.
1: um you know just to see more women one-on-one going at it but i don't i don't think uh this elimination char- uh, chamber lineup would be the best to pull it off i think it would have to be dual brand um but yeah i thought this match was okay you know uh yeah, actually you know my favorite part was after with mickey Coming to save Alexa. I like that they're keeping that story up. And so we're gonna have three factions of friends potentially. I mean, granted, Bailey and Sasha, you know, whatever's going on with them, absolution, and then Mickey and Alexa. I like that we've got some some store, some real story going into the women's elimination chamber match on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I feel like this first hour should have gone on. I mean, this last hour should have gone on first. Yeah. Uh, that this match wasn't very good, the main event. Um and yeah, tough just act to it, follow, it, right? It kind of, yeah. It kind of, you know, drained uh, drained the crowd after that that two hour gauntlet match. I think, you know, it was hard to follow up, and there's a lot of uh, mediocrity after that. This this last hour was definitely nothing special.
1: So Sasha made Alexa tap out. You think Alexa's retaining on Sunday?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the whole. That's the WWE math, right?
1: Yeah, but then there was the beatdown after. Like, I was like, at which point do I, you know, because then Alexa and Mickey escaped. Um, I just feel like Alexa's championship reign has been so weird, right? She's barely defended it. She's been pushed to the back.
0: Yeah, she's been, yeah, she's, ever since Absolution came in, she's just kind of been uh, a side note. So.
1: I mean, in hindsight, would it have been so bad if when she had that match with Mickey, if they had Mickey pick up the title for a while and then Alexa chase it back. I mean, just to give them something to do.
0: I mean, there's a lot of ways you could have done it. I mean, they were building her feud with Nya and it looks like they might be finally going with that, but yeah. Yeah. It's just the creative. They just have nothing for her, and it's yeah. It doesn't seem like it, it would take that much. Yeah, man.
1: Monday Night yeah. raw folks.
0: That was that was that that was raw. That was the go home show So you know, great great first couple hours if you're uh, a big match just match 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 fan um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just thinking of the fans at home that are just like really Sunday, I have to sit through just more of this just more and more and more I mean, I mean- it was
0: it was good it'll be it'll be a really good match for sure
1: i'm positive of that um but what's it let's look at the card as it stands and talk about what they've announced and i'm, I'm you know correct us in the chat room if they've announced anything since it went off the air but all that's announced right now is the main elimination chamber match bronze Strowman versus alliance versus finn versus cena versus reigns versus rollins versus the miz um roman reigns is likely to win in that match alexa bliss defends against bailey mandy rose mickey james sasha banks and Sonya Deville it'll be interesting if lexa retains there. oscar versus nia Jax, bray wyatt versus matt hardy
0: and that's it as far as matches go
1: and okay so we think we're gonna get one more with uh apollo uh titus versus the bar that sounds like a comfortable three-hour pay-per-view
0: and you got ronda rousey like the chamber yeah. matches are probably gonna go you know the men's one could go close to an hour the women's one probably probably give it like 45 minutes 30 45 minutes or something like that yeah so yeah it's just not not a lot of matches but some long ones yeah i mean really what other matches would you want to see you know at at this point i mean with with tonight
1: man i can't even name the majority of the roster after tonight
0: well i mean they're all all the top stars are in that that you know the top two elimination chamber matches so it's Do you want to see, um, you know, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel against the revival? I don't know where, (laughs) you know, uh, Gallus and Anderson against the revival again, which they probably will do. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if they did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a long, long episode tonight. Wouldn't it be great to have a short pay-per-view and a shorter
0: raw next week? Yeah, it's not going to be shorter, but it hopefully it yeah. goes by goes by fast.
1: Hopefully it goes by faster. We'll see how uh, SmackDown is looking tomorrow night. Yep. So the WWE is in fact switching to dual branded pay per views after WrestleMania.
0: That Let's is correct. Yeah, we, yeah, we were you know we've been talking about this for a while. The the formula of how this brand split breaks down, and it's like you make SmackDown the B show, the attendance starts going down. Then you start, you know, uh, you make one of the clear B show, which they did. Then you stop having the single pay-per-views because the interest isn't there. And and that's the next step. And soon you're going to have wrestlers showing up inexplicably on the the other show.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be weird to go back to one at this point. I mean, it would feel very, uh, like, overly jam-packed. Because I think that they have built up enough guys
0: on SmackDown that they couldn't just. It took years. Remember last time before they, they did that from when they went to the dual branded pay-per-views to basically combining the rosters was was almost like five years.
1: Yeah. We'll see what's up with SmackDown. Hopefully it's. uh...
0: SmackDown's gotten hurt a lot. It seemed like the, the easy answer is just to make it strong and load it up. But you know, they're, they haven't really been doing that it
1: was so good it was so good for that first eight months we're actually really I'll, I'll say up until mania last year i think uh it yeah. was really strong i think when they got rid of talking smack and they did the superstar shake up those things in tandem hurt what made it so special
0: yeah and i miss yeah, it i agree that it, it, it kind of killed it after that last uh Whatever you, whatever they call the draft, what did they call it? Superstar shakeup.
1: Yeah, I just think about things from that show. I mean, tonight I, I kind of marked out, not kind of, I totally marked out when I saw that they released a WWE Battle Pack that's the Miz and Maurice dressed as John Cena and Nikki Bella.
0: You and marked was, out for that?
1: Yeah, oh well, yeah, because I was talking about my wife. We loved that segment. We loved when the Miz did that, and then SmackDown that was like a big. Portion of SmackDown when they would do those vignettes, and they so were like, "Oh, we're ordering those, and we don't even collect WWE action figures." But we're like, "Okay, we're getting those." There's so much on SmackDown that I remember more clearly from that era than I do anything that's happened on Monday Night Raw
0: in the yeah, last year. Great, even the James Ellsworth AJ Styles stuff with Dean Ambrose, and um, yeah, I mean they had a, a lot of memorable storylines um, for a while, and then it's just kind of been. Uh, it's kind of been just nothing lately. The, yeah. The top guys playing second fiddle to Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan, who knows if they even have a, a real uh, planned ending to that, that feud. Cause I think it's pretty clear. Daniel Bryan's not wrestling. Um, and it's yeah. weird. People are talking
1: about the festival of
0: friendship was a year ago. I'm
1: hard pressed to think of even five really good segments on raw since then that have come close to that.
0: Oh, I don't think anything's come close to that. Yeah.
1: But you know what I mean? Like the Braun backstage <laughs> stuff has been good. I like Braun going crazy. Yeah, yeah. And doing that. And there have been some good moments. But I feel like SmackDown had so much of that. And Talking Smack did. And uh, it's just really weird. It's been a really, really big change in quality. And it's unfortunate. And with this, with no more SmackDown pay-per-views, Talking Smack will be dead after Fastlane because they were still doing it after the SmackDown pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. So it's finally gone. Vince McMahon won. <laughs> oh, you know, I would love to get a real is Road Dogg still running SmackDown? Yeah. Like is that legit? You know, I feel like anytime, and I was critical last week um when they announced the SmackDown six woman tag for for this week again. He he blocks people that criticize him. I would love to get a real interview with him about some of the to to just even glean what's gone on behind the scenes there. I mean, have yeah, you heard he anything? He, about... wouldn't,
0: he wouldn't talk about that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what have sure. you heard about behind the scenes there? Obviously, nothing. Sure it's, it's,
0: it's raw is the flagship show, so they you know they load that up. It's I mean, it's as simple as that. It's not like they're trying to sabotage SmackDown or anything.
1: But it was good. I mean, Road Dog was still running, and it was good for eight months before they
0: just said, "What well, we've got to move." No, look at the the talent they got right now. They don't have yeah. that many. Uh, You know, you had – yeah, I mean, I don't know. You had John Cena in the mix there for a while. Um, You know, AJ – you know, AJ, they booked him. I mean, his latest WWE title run has not been very good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, man. And I love Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but I feel that even that is really getting run into the ground right now. Yeah. yeah, we'll see uh, tomorrow. Speaking of SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler has a new WWE contract. Were initial reports wrong, Raj, saying he's making $1.5 million a year?
0: I haven't heard anything that you know definitely contradicts it. Um, so Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated, he reported that, that he signed a new uh, two-year deal, $1.5 million per year. I don't know. Justin's going to be on the podcast on Wednesday. We could talk more with him about it. That seems very high. Um, Ziggler has never even had a singles match at a WrestleMania, and this would put him at the very top in the company, you know, as far as a downside, he's in, you know, under Lesnar and Cena, but pretty much above almost everyone else. And that just doesn't sound right.
1: Maybe someone at Cricket Wireless is like, if you don't re-sign Dolph, Dolph is our guy. We need him for those commercials.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I doubt, I doubt that, but, uh. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, crazy. So uh, he's definitely re-signed whether it is 1.5 million per year. That's what Sports Illustrated reported. We'll have Justin on on Wednesday. Um, But, and and then, oh yes. And also, sorry about Matt Morgan. I'm not sure what happened. He uh, texted me during the show about coming on, you know, he was going to have to use his phone and not his computer. You saw the, a lot of streaming issues were gone on Wednesday but Matt is going to start joining us on our Wednesday podcast starting Fantastic. next week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, man. So with Dolph look, I think incredible worker, you can put him with anyone and he can make them look good. And, uh, if they give him better material, he can get them over. I do not think they gave him the a material to get over Shinsuke. Not
0: see, even. At, at a time when you're, you got budget cuts and things like that to 1.5 million a year. I don't know. seems like a lot. <laughs> it is a lot.
1: Well, it's but true. after taxes, it's really like he owes the government five bucks still out of his own pocket, you know, travel expenses, taxes, managers, lawyers, not as much as you
0: think. It's way more than everyone else in the company. So that's, yeah. that's the, that's the thing. Um, and 1.5 million, even when you're paying transportation and everything, it's still a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I would love to see that breakdown. We need to get another talent, and maybe we should have Matt go through this from his era and get another talent and do a real breakdown. Like, here's here's your on paper money. Here's what it looks like after all your deductions and actual expenses. Then here's no, what you we, get we've we've had a lot of
0: people talk about that. I've had uh, uh, Tyler Rex really broke it down before, but I mean, it's it's when you're uh, not a high paying a high, you know, a high paid talent, uh, you're not left with a lot by the end. You know, when you have a a small downside, you're making like a hundred grand a year with your downside, or once you, you know, pay all your rental cars and meals and gyms and everything else, it's, it's not much you're, you're left with at the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess the good news is you have no free time to actually have a life. So you actually get to save everything you make.
0: No, if if you're going out after them, you know, going out to get a drink or anything after.
1: (laughs) As long as you're not consuming that alcohol within twelve hours of a WWE or WWE uh, appearance, is that what it is? Is that what it was? What they say with the Usos thing? Like you you can't drink twelve hours before. What did they say that? Uh, There was something I was reading. Diving deep into the WWE alcohol policy.
0: Uh, hmm. Yeah,
1: there's uh, there's some there's some stuff in there. Um, that okay, so fits. same yeah. day, Rich Swan WWE parting ways,
0: yeah, um, kind of
1: a surprise given the charges against him were dismissed,
0: yeah, a little bit. You know, they they made it a point to say mutually uh, agreed to part ways, so you know, it could have been, you know, look, those 205 live the cruiserweights don't make that much money, so it could have been a thing that he's just not making much, they weren't planning on using him until this thing blew over, even though the the charges have been dropped, you know, they probably wanted to wait a while. And he just felt like he's in the prime of his career and he can be working right now. So, you know, I could easily see it being uh, a lot of it on, you know, his decision to get out, make some money and uh, come back down the road. What do you
1: make of uh, none of the cruiserweights being on raw
0: again? There's been a couple weeks.
1: Do you think now that Vince is completely hands off, with the reboot, that he isn't there's no priority to, to uh, promote them on Raw anymore.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty much since Triple H took over, they haven't really been featured on Raw. I almost wonder if that's a good thing. Um, because when they feature them on Raw, you have a dead crowd, uh, people are just quiet, and these guys don't come across as stars. So, by just keeping them separate, um, you know, it, it, it almost it's almost better that way.
1: It is kind of weird, though, in hindsight, to think about Vince McMahon being heavily invested in Drew Gulak's character on Monday Night Raw. That he's, you know, coming up with ideas, telling him what to say, like yeah. really giving it the Vince magic.
0: Yeah, I mean, all that goofy stuff. It's clear that Vince sees, you know, saw The Division as comedy, because when he's talking about personalities, he's giving them all Comedic personalities, which Jack Gallagher wearing a suit, wrestling in a suit, and uh, they pretty much dropped all that kind of stuff on two hundred five live. It's you know I feel Gallagher like it's been a much better. Mm, I'm forgetting if he had it, but it's it's a lot more serious. Uh, it's it's a much better show, but man, those crowds are dead, yeah. and uh, they would be more awake when Enzo was on. So you know it's those that the plus and minus. It's going to take a little time uh, with this new regime with the triple H regime to, to see what they do with 205 live. I like what they're doing with it, but having it on after SmackDown is just killing it. And I don't know why they're so stubborn about that move about uh, not changing that.
1: I think after mania, they could start. If, if they keep it after mania, I could see them going to an NXT like taping schedule.
0: Maybe, I don't know if they, I don't know if, if it's not even in the top 10, do they want to add that expense? for uh doing more tapings it's not just booking the venue you got to you know fly the guys out Um, (laughs) you know there's some bookkeeping
1: guy there's some executive in middle management at the wwe network who on paper is trying to make a case going look swerved cost us less money and got higher ratings than 205 live i'm just saying
0: yeah because right now did cost nothing really for 205 live i mean you got to fly the wrestlers out but um you're you're just taping it after smackdown so you got the venue it's you know it's cheap to to produce yeah Yeah. Um, anyway we shall
1: see um anything else i feel like uh covered a lot of ground tonight
0: we did um the dual brand of pay-per-views you think that's a good idea wwe switching
1: uh, it depends on how they book them if it's just that we get aj kevin sammy the usos I just, I worry that it's going to get really repetitive really fast. If it's just the same, same guys, I think they got to do more stuff.
0: But They're doing that now. Yeah. Regardless but I'm of that they, single or dual branded. Shake
1: it up. Don't, I mean, let them interact. Let the brands interact, come up with storylines. Well, How come no one's defected? Jack Swagger defected, right? Like we haven't had a defection storyline since this brand split or someone that, I mean, do something. I'm tired of seeing Shane and Daniel Bryan every week in their drama, you know, um and what they're doing there. I mean, really tell some stories. And I think post mania, they've got to get creative with it or else the ratings are going to continue to go down and people are going to lose interest.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's there's the positive and there's the negative. The pay-per-views are going to seem more important again cuz that's been the big issue lately with SmackDown pay-per-views. People forget that they're happening, you know. Look yeah. at the you know the fast lane lineup. Um so it's so on, on the one hand, it's the pay-per-view is gonna feel a lot more important, but um to your point, what you just said, it's I think you're gonna be seeing the same talent, the ones that they see as stars every month, and none of the other guys getting much of a chance. Now yeah. I don't know if you know, I I'm gonna miss seeing the Ascension versus uh you know, Breezango on pay-per-view. But it is costing a lot of the lower tier talent that opportunity to be on pay-per-view. Now, there, there's talk of them adding an hour. So it'd be four-hour shows, which, man, those drag, you know. Even if it's WrestleMania, once you once you go at that four-hour mark, it just, just feels long.
1: You so, know what's crazy? Um the wife and I talk about it a lot, sort of last minute, like, "Oh, you know, wouldn't it be great to go to this pay per view?" For some reason, we were thinking Elimination Chamber because it was in Vegas. More than you could imagine of seats along the ramp and in the, those four seats. Like granted, they're five hundred dollars seats, but I would say probably eighty percent of them were unsold when I checked last week. Yeah, um just huge amount of unsold tickets. Now, part of it is because pay per view prices are insane. Um, I think that's hurting them compared to a house show. House shows half the cost or less. Monday Night Raw easily uh, less than half the cost. The pay-per-views, I mean, they're just they're trying to get such a premium for it, and the product isn't particularly hot right now for things like Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. Like, why on earth would you pay five hundred dollars or even a hundred dollars to go to Elimination Chamber?
0: Right. Yeah. So you know, again, as a fan, I think it's uh these uh pay-per-views are going to be more loaded you see a lot more star power on on the cards but it's going to hurt the the lower tier talent i don't think the lower
1: tier talent's doing all that great ass is yeah
0: i know i mean that's <laughs> the thing you you do see them on pay-per-view now and those matches are just filler and no one really cares anyway so uh, yeah it sucks for them as far as getting the you know however they do their you know payouts for the network but
1: yeah it's weird uh smackdown fashion police haven't been seen in a while ascension haven't been seen in a while rusev was on the mix match challenge last week not in the main show um mike kanellis we're probably the first people to utter his name uh probably more than people in wwe are talking about him right now
0: he's, um, been, he's been looking in tremendous shape he's been like yeah, really it looks great you know working out a ton but yeah he hasn't been used on tv since maria left you know since she or leave with her pregnancy. So
1: yeah, actually the roster the rosters don't seem as deep. When you look at the underused talent or the unused talent, it does seem like the major I mean the vast majority, over 80% of the roster gets on TV each week, but part of that's because the rosters since the split are smaller, so much smaller.
0: Yeah, to an extent, you see Mojo every few weeks. Um, yeah. you know, Zach Ryder every few weeks. Um but yeah, again, those are guys that you know, I, I think they could do something with Mojo, but do I care to see Mojo and Zack Ryder on pay per view again? Yeah, not really. That match was okay. It was. <laughs> but are, like, are, were you excited for it?
1: it? No, but then, because every time they started to build the feud, they just dropped it completely. And then we had the match, and there's been nothing since.
0: Now, what else are you going to do? It, I you don't know, know, Mojo kind of squashed him.
1: People like Zack. <laughs> People once really liked Zack. They did. People once had better feelings about Mojo.
0: I think you can do stuff with Mojo, so we'll see. Yeah. But
1: uh, Who knows? Maybe if Gronk uh, comes, comes to the WWE, yeah. Mojo can ride those coattails. He can be the genetti.
0: Yeah, I don't see Gronk coming to WWE this year.
1: Yeah, probably not. So we'll be back Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, to talk about SmackDown Live. See how that goes. Um,
0: yeah, they announced, gosh, was it New Day against Shelton Benjamin and Chad oh, yeah, yeah, Gable? Yeah. Set show. up
1: once and for all. Pancakes or waffles? This match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that SmackDown's bad. It just SmackDown used to be like a year ago. SmackDown was so good. SmackDown was so good.
0: It was the IWC's favorite. Hey, I I thought it was better than Raw every week, pretty much. I mean, it was a, there yeah. was a rare week when Raw was better, and that hasn't happened in a while.
1: Yeah. So we'll complain about it on Wednesday. <laughs>
0: You know, maybe maybe it'll be great. Um, yeah,
1: maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be good. Uh, so Raj, what should people look for on the site? What do you got coming up?
0: Um, gosh, what do we? I mean, it's pay per view week, so just a bunch of a bunch of news, some more articles, one more article from my interview with Eric Bischoff. But you can, if you check out our Wednesday podcast or you download it, you can hear the the full interview with Eric Bischoff in two parts over the last couple of weeks. And yeah, just keep checking out the site.
1: Yeah, and uh, get at wrestling inc on twitter and you take your photos of you pointing at your own wrestlemania signs
0: yeah absolutely yes so
1: people were doing that during the show i suggested it
0: <laughs>
1: you know they love it when you point at the sign print yeah. it out point at it take a selfie um i'm Glenn rubenstein you can follow me on twitter and uh, have me fill your feet on monday and tuesday nights with my odd musings about wrestling we'll be back here on wednesday until next time folks take care and we'll see you back here soon on the wrestling inc podcast